0: Welcome to episode 6 of Land the Plane Podcast.
1: Hello again everyone and welcome back to another episode of Land the Plane Podcast. My name is Dustin. And I'm Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan's just, I think he's on delay tonight. Jonathan, you all right over there? You know I
0: am. You know, actually, I was looking at something, because can, I can normally tell our, our levels on the computer here, but for some reason, they're not showing up.
1: Oh, that's so, great. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I was i was thinking that we actually weren't recording to start with, but we are.
1: Okay, so we're just going to keep rolling. Yeah, right? we're just going to keep rolling. Good deal. Squiggly good
0: deal. lines are a good thing.
1: <laughs> that's a uh, technical talk for all yes, of you. Yes, that's the... People the out there.
0: That's the technical term. In case those. it
1: was too much. Yep. Squiggly lines. <laughs> Squiggly. I mean, I feel like it's been a while since we got to do a show, so it's glad to, I'm glad to be back.
0: Yeah, that's because it has been a while.
1: It has been a while. it has been a while. <laughs> there was life. Life happened. Um, spring break happened. All kinds of things happened. All kinds of stuff, yeah. yeah it was a good time. <laughs> yeah. How was your spring break, Jonathan?
0: Man, it was good. We Th- uh, did a little traveling um, for over spring break and I actually got to fly on an airplane. Oh. So... Nice. I got to. I didn't get to land the plane. Oh, that would've probably, been cool.
1: Probably everybody probably, was grateful. Yes, that, that you been, just uh, that The plane on that one. Yep. Uh, I did a little traveling on spring break as well. Yeah, I traveled back and forth to work. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, I came home every day. Um, no, I did take a few early days, and uh, I was going to share with you, man. Uh, you have a, a child that's older than my oldest. But, so you've been through this I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't telling you nothing You ain't heard before But got the opportunity To get home early one day We ended up at the park The whole family Kids riding bicycles Running bases at the ballpark Just having a good time Met some friends there um, Just enjoyed ourselves A beautiful day And my oldest son he, He's 14 He'll be 15 later this year And we've kind of had that itch Of it's time for him To get behind the wheel And experience driving mm. A car All mm-hmm. right and I was a little concerned. I mean, we were there at the park, there was a bunch of parking lot parking lots around us. It was very empty that day, so I thought, you know, this is a good day to do this, but I have a high performance vehicle. <laughs> it's, it's a Dodge caravan. So yes. I was afraid you'd have too much power, but
0: the turbo charge <laughs> on that thing is
1: whoo,
0: something to be reckoned with. I
1: mean when that fifth cylinder kicks in, I mean you're <laughs> lucky if your hair stays on your head. <laughs> but
0: so especially never
1: mind oh uh, hey, hey hey keep this friendly <laughs> so so we, we get in the car it's just me and him um the rest of the family stays out you know Way Away, away yeah yeah um and we get in there and you know i forget how much stuff you actually have to teach your kids in life i mean this yep. was a great lesson for me because we get in there you know and we talk about all these things and you know, we've been talking about driving the car, and he, he knew about the 10 and 2. He's like, Dad, why do they tell you it's 10 and 2 and all that stuff? And I'm I'm holding up my arms so Jonathan can see me and it's not doing the rest of y'all any good. But 10 and 2 <laughs> on the steering wheel. So he's, he's, holding, he's holding on 10 and 2, and we put the car in, and we're going to have to go up and make a pretty significant turn. And I feel like I don't know if I'm supposed to be watching him or if I'm supposed to be watching what's in front of us because I can't – in the high performance Dodge Caravan, there is a giant console in the way. So there's no me hitting the brake or any of that stuff. You know? Right. Yeah. It's got a huge engine. So it's just blocking your path. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're in there and I'm, I'm watching the road and, and he's supposed to turn. Okay. And he's turning and I'm like, turn more. Turn more. And I'm watching ahead of us because I don't want to go off into the grass or anything else. I'm like, turn more. Turn more. He's like, I'm turning all I can. And I look over at him. I'm giving you all I got. <laughs> but I look over at him. And if he listens to this, son, I'm proud of you. But I'm going to tell him this morning. He He had his arms at 10 and 2. And he turned the wheel as far as he could and his arms were like crisscrossed. You know? <laughs> now he was at two and ten. Yeah. And he couldn't he couldn't turn the wheel anymore. And I'm looking over and his arms were all crossed. And I'm starting to laugh. And so I'm
0: he like, so he was turning the steering wheel as far as he could without letting go. Without letting and, go, yeah. And fixing his arms. Yeah, and
1: yeah. his arms were hitting each other. And <laughs> I just I just started laughing, and then he put on the brake. I'm like, just go ahead and stop the car for a minute, because I could not stop laughing. I'm like, dude, you gotta, you got to let go of the wheel every once in a while. And like hand over hand, turn the thing. When One guy turned this tight, and he's like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, haven't you ever watched re- me drive?
0: I remember something similar, actually, teaching our oldest to drive. Yeah. It was like they think you just barely turn the wheel, and it goes and it's do 90 it. degrees. Yeah, uh, yeah, this does
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a one hand driver. It's usually yep. about five o'clock. That's yes. <laughs> where I drive from. So it probably one of the best examples set. But you know, we had a pretty good laugh about it. He did a great job. I actually took him out on the little road between the two parking lots. I was a nervous wreck. I don't think we ever got above eighteen miles per hour. But he did a good job. It just reminded me though, because it made me laugh so much looking over and seeing him panic about trying to turn the vehicle because he couldn't move his arms yep. anymore. <laughs> and all he had to do was let go.
0: Let go of the wheel
1: and go hand over hand. It's reminding me, hey, we got a lot of stuff to teach our kids. <laughs> yeah, some of the stuff that we take for granted that they should probably know or already know or may know, it ain't always true.
0: No, yeah, and it, and there's a lot of things to. There's a lot of stuff going on all at the same time. Yeah, in that you know, in driving and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like we'll do this. Well, you got to be watching this. Well, you got to be doing this now. Hit the brake now. Hit the gate. You know. Yeah. And so yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot for kids to. We just kind of take it for granted. Yeah. Because we've been doing it for... Just a couple of Well, years. some of us have been doing it for a long time.
1: <laughs> some of us started horses and carriages. Yes. <laughs> Not yeah. me, but some of us. <laughs>
0: you know, Actually, this kind of leads us into what we're going to be talking about tonight. Because it, it is actually about teaching our kids.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, didn't think about that when I started telling the yeah. story. But it's kind of cool how either. it all works itself out. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and, and it's cool because... Like you, I mean, you've driven for a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, so I'm quite that's,
1: excellent driver.
0: Yeah. So that's that's something that you can that you are probably <laughs> you feel probably pretty comfortable teaching that to somebody. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know. But what about stuff that you're not comfortable teaching?
1: Um, that's what Google's for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that can help. No. Yeah. That moment when your kid looks at you and ask you something or challenges with something that maybe you don't feel real confident about, or maybe you just don't want to answer because you might be a little embarrassed. I don't know. It could be a couple of things.
0: Yeah. And actually that's, that's kind of what, um, it's kind of what happened actually. Um, for me is a while back and, uh, my middle child and I were hanging out and, uh, she asked me one of those questions that's like, uh, whoa, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a, it was a, it was a God kind of a, you know, a theological type question. Um, and we had a good talk and it was, you know, it was, uh, I always loved doing that. And that's one thing. I mean, I, I like debating. I just, I like talking about things. I like learning new things and all that. So for me, that's, it's kind of not a big deal. Um, pressures up a little bit just to make sure that I'm actually speaking truth to her. Um, and I mean there's some stuff that she's asked that's like, mmm, gonna have to think about that one for a minute, you know, and 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 try to figure those things out. But for me, I kinda like doing that, but it got me thinking that there's probably a lot of parents that that's not a real comfortable thing.
1: Yeah, there's some things that, that our kids could definitely come with, you know, that it's either very hard to answer or See, even sometimes it's like, can I answer that? I might have some of the same concerns or the same worries or doubts or wonders in my head, you know, because yeah. they may ask me something. I've been like, I've been asking that question for 15 years. Nobody yeah. can give me an answer.
0: And yet. you want to be able to give your kids answers. <laughs> right. You know, um, I did do some research, uh, several years ago, actually. Um, and, and came across a group that has, they've just, what they do is statistics and, and all those kind of things. And the, one statistic they came up with was that for, you know, when high schoolers graduate, I mean, there's like this massive drop-off um, when, when kids graduate high school. I mean, it's like 70 to 80% will leave the church yeah. at least for a little while. Um, about half of them will come back eventually. But for that other half that that leave church and just never come back, the vast majority of them actually grew up in church. It's not like they, you know, were in church just once every blue moon, kind of the, the Easter, Christmas, Mother's Day, you know, kind of people. But this was people who, they grew up in church, they were in Sunday school, all those kind of things. And one of the things that the researchers were, were asking about as, as far as why did you leave church, you know, and all those kind of things. And they, they said one of the answers that they kept hearing and coming back to was that, Kids would have questions about their faith and ask their Sunday school teachers or ask their parents. And really what they would get was, you know, kind of that, well, God said it, I believe it, that settles it, you know, type answer. And it's Which is just, an
1: easy answer to go back to if you don't know the answer.
0: Uh, right. Yeah, but it's a, it's a terrible answer. It is a terrible it answer. It's, it's not really like, an answer. It's
1: kind of like, because I said so.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like,
1: why do I have to do that? Because I, I said, said so. so. Well, yeah. well, what's going on in the Bible? Well, it's just what God
0: wants. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just that, That's just, God did it. Don't worry about it.
1: God said so. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and it's it's really honestly saying, I don't know, but let's figure it out, is way better than just, well, uh, God said that. That's just faith, honey. We just got to have faith. Well, that's kind of a terrible answer.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think it's a terrible answer because when they go to school and they have questions about creation, they have questions about um I mean honestly just uh especially in the environment that we're in now, just about rights and, and gender and you know, all these things, they hear a lot of answers. You know? Sure. And the, the textbooks and their teachers and all those kind of things, they seem like they have all the answers. So as Christians, if our answer is simply, well, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it, it's just terrible, especially when they go to college, and the college professors seem like they have all the answers.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Because sometimes people may not have a true answer, the truth in the answer, but they can definitely give you an answer with authority. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, exactly. They can, they can definitely make And And I know kids, if, if you can't answer their question, I mean, I know if I ask my boss at work a question and they can't answer it, there's manuals I can go to. There's other things I can go to. There's other people I can call. And kids will do the same thing. If you just give them a generic thing, they can go to somebody else. Yeah. They can go to their friends. And they can jump online and Google it. And then you don't know what they're getting.
0: Yeah. And once you answer them, I think with that, you know, that kind of, I don't know, junky answer, I don't think they're going to ask you anymore. I mean, you know?
1: It's probably fair, yeah. Yeah. They might give you a couple of shots, but they're not going to keep coming back, keep coming
0: back. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're just going to start assuming that you're just, it's just going to be the same answer. So I'm just going to go on. And we actually miss a good opportunity there. Because in Proverbs, it it tells us that the, the first one to give an answer is believed, more so than anybody that comes up, you know? Um,
1: Can I so, tell a very quick example of that,
0: John. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Talking about the first person you believe, I worked at a major electronic retail store, and this guy came in one day, and he kept walking around the store. And I saw him, and I went up to him, and I said, Hey, can I help you find something? And it was something on the lines of, yeah, my cousin said he bought some tires here, so I'm looking for the tires. I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, we don't sell tires. And he said, my cousin told me he bought tires here. And he walked around the store for like another 10 minutes looking for the tires. And he listened to somebody who told him a story. And he didn't listen to the person that was considered the expert, the one that was in that place Actually working all at day. The yeah. And that's what people do, though. I mean, it's a great example of what you're saying is, is people will believe the first thing they hear.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so as parents, we have, I mean, it's kind of a built-in good opportunity, you know? Cause yeah. I want to be the first one to talk to my kids about certain topics. And if I am, then they're much more likely to listen and to, to Um. Believe me, than they are. You know their little friends that they're hanging out with at school who don't have a clue about life either. Right. Yeah. You know I, I yep. love that kids ask other kids about life when mm-hmm. they're in the same boat they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but they do. <laughs> nope. So that's kind of where the the idea behind um, kind of this ty- this type of podcast is going to be. Um, and, and we're we don't even have kind of a kind of a name for what this is going to be. I mean, we've had some good examples of possible names. Yeah, 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 like like what you talking about, Willis.
1: <laughs> Things that, that was... make you go, hmm. hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I like that one the best.
1: <laughs> well, maybe we should put out a, a poll. <laughs> which yeah,
0: <laughs> one, which ones y'all like? What should the best? we call this? Uh, Questions kids I ask.
1: <laughs> it's not something we're going to do like every show. We're just going to revisit this. Yeah, Every so kind of, often, yeah,
0: just kind of an ongoing here and there type thing. Um, but that does, I mean, if if your kids have asked you a question, or there's a question that you have that you hope your kids don't ask, yeah, you know, um, find us, you know, on uh, Facebook or Twitter. We're on, you know, all kinds of stuff. Ask us, yeah, you know, shoot us an email, something like that, and uh, ask us to cover it. We'll be glad to try. Yeah, you
1: bet. <laughs> So, so what's what's the question? What's what's this thing we're going to answer today, Jonathan?
0: Okay, so what we're what we're going to attempt to get into, um, and this is you know this is not going to change anybody's mind. I don't think necessarily about whether or not God exists. You know the yeah. ex- the existence of God. Um, however, a lot of people, um, and I think especially. When they're when they're starting to maybe question just the whole thing, you know, God and and life and all those kind of things. One thing that they start questioning are kind of miracles and mm-hmm. and supernatural things that that happen. Yeah, um, we, you know, we as Christians, we I at least I'll I'll just speak for myself. I don't have a problem with saying that yes, God can do supernatural things, but it's actually a Kind of a one of those first step type things in questioning God in general is to look at these things in the Bible that seem really whack, and you know it's like oh yes, that that didn't really make any sense.
1: Yeah, I've never I've never been in that boat where I've just really oh something supernatural happened. I can't believe that. I've always believed it, but I've also said. Can I have some supernatural powers? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a superhero at heart, man. Are,
0: are those the kind of things you share to God?
1: <laughs> I just need a radioactive spider to bite me or some super strength serum or something. I just need something. Yeah. But, yeah, so I mean, but I do understand why it can be, especially if you're a kid. I mean, you you might see that stuff in movies. I, I know when I was a kid, I lived in a fancy world most of the time, but... Still, though, when and now you're hearing about God and this thing and and these real stories of what happened on Earth, you know, in yeah. it, how can that happen? You know,
0: yeah. And I think it. I think there's a tendency to start lumping God in with you know the Easter Bunny and other mm-hmm. characters that we won't talk about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, I mean, know sometimes I know there's parents out there that's because. He's supernatural. Like, how did he? How did he do that, Dad? Um, because he's God. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy to say that, but but you know sometimes we need more than just it's because it's God, right? You know, I, I need you to fill that in a little bit more.
0: Yeah, and that and that's kind of what we want to do. So if your kids or even you yourself kind of have this, you know, a little bit of a struggle with some of the miracles and things like that. How do you approach that? How do you explain that? And what we are what we want to do is kind of break this thing down. This is not going to be like if you're, you know, if you've got your doctorate in theology, this is probably, you know, we're probably going to go grade school on you, okay? <laughs> this is for, you know, average Joes, okay? Um, so we're going to try to use some examples. Now, in our examples, and, it, and this is going to be true of just about anything, You can only take examples and metaphors so far because once you take them too far, they just start, everything starts breaking down, you know? So uh, when we give you examples, we're not saying that it's the perfect example. We're just trying to give a way to think about things that's, that's a little different to kind of help you to explain this either to yourself or to your kids.
1: Yeah. It's like every time I tell my kids something in life and they ask me a question, dad, what's your favorite color? Oh, it's, it's blue. And then they want to challenge my answer to blue. If you want to pick something apart, you can. Well, Dad, yeah. you don't wear blue every day. No. <laughs> I thought, you're wearing a red shirt right now, Dad. Yeah, but my favorite color is still blue. Okay, so we can yeah. only take it so far, so for sure.
0: All right, so God, supernatural or tied to the natural, I guess, is, is kind of a way to look at this. So let us begin. <laughs>
1: Should we say this to supernatural? Let's just get past ghost stories. Okay. There is some ghost stories, but when you hear the word supernatural, think of it as right. anything that would not normally happen, maybe on this earth. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know how it to explain it. Well, it's it, a big it, picture.
0: Yeah, it's basically anything that would go against the natural laws. Yeah. You know, the 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 natural laws that we're we're kind of bound to. If you see someone hovering without mechanical assistance, they're going against the law of gravity.
1: If only I could. Yeah, it'd be neat. Just kind of hover. (laughs) Well, I guess the first place we need to start, Jonathan, is the beginning. (laughs) I think we have to establish where this all began to understand that God is supernatural, don't you think?
0: I think so. So you're, you're actually talking about, like, in the
1: beginning. In the beginning. And, and what is that? Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. It starts with, in the beginning, you take it from there, John. I, want you, I don't want you to feel left out.
0: <laughs> so in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All right. And really, that's, that's where this whole thing is. I mean, that is the foundation. God created the heavens and earth. God created everything. Right. So
1: that word "create" is incredibly important to this.
0: Yes, yes, it is. What What is the word "create"?
1: That means I. Mm, well, not just I. But in a situation, if I created something, then I am the one who designed it. I'm the one who put it together. I'm the one who just supplied the materials. Um, I took all this stuff and I put it together and I created something.
0: Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Oh.
1: I thought that was a good answer. Partially, partially.
0: There's one more thing though, oh. that makes this totally different. Because I can take Legos, and, right. and you know, mm-hmm. and and make something, you know, cool. Actually, I can't, but a lot of people can. <laughs>
1: I, we have to get the definition of cool to cool. Figure yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's not creating something.
1: It's. I guess that I mean that I is could.
0: that is. I said you
1: get the together. Materials. Yeah. So you're not really I mean, this is like totally from scratch. I mean, it's yeah. just there ain't there is nothing.
0: This is more scratch made than cracker barrel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm hungry. That was on my cracker barrel. So there's nothing. And then because of what you've done, there's something.
0: There's something. Yeah. That's so true. yeah, the idea of creation there is, is making something from absolutely nothing. Okay. So so God put the world together. Um, Bible actually says he breathed out you know the stars and all those mm-hmm. kind of things um, and he simply spoke, and things happened, and things were created yeah. okay and And the reason that 's such a big deal is because being the creator or being a maker kind of kind of sets an authority structure there doesn't it
1: yeah. I mean if you're creating it if you're if you're making something that's never been before whatever then somebody's got to set up the uh, the laws of how that works or yeah. what's going on or how it functions.
0: Yeah. So let's let's take an example that we can all, you know, kind of kind of get with. A car. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I could, you know if I came up with a, a car um and I designed the way it looked and I designed the engine that went in it and I put together the, you know, the exhaust system and the battery electrical system and the air conditioning system. I I made all these things. Now, obviously, I can't just speak that out. You know, this is making things and not creating. Right. Um, but if I'm the one that, that put this whole car together, then am I going to know how that car works?
1: Yeah, you're going to know.
0: Yeah, am I going to be able to fix that car? Yes, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if I can You're put it all together, should be able yeah, to fix I, it. Right? I can fix it. Um, can I make changes to it? Yeah, yeah. Can I redo it so that it works differently? Sure, sure. If you want to. So as the as the maker of that, as the the, the designer, as the one who comes up with it all, I'm kind of in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in charge of it. So if I want to make a car and, and flip it around so that it makes it look like it's driving backwards, I can do that. Yeah, you be great. I've actually seen that happen at Universal <laughs> Studios.
1: But anyway. Um, if you want to take a car and take a truck and mix them together and make an El Camino, <laughs>
0: you can do it. I can do it. <laughs> you can do yes. it. Yes, because I'm a maker. You know? mm-hmm. And if anybody came up to me and was like, well, you can't do that. Why? It's my car. Yeah. I can do whatever I want to. I know exactly how this thing works. I know everything about it. Um, now, when we look at, at creation of the world and all those kind of things, what, what are we looking at? We're looking at the laws of physics. We're looking at the, you know, life. You know
1: Laws of nature. Is laws that of nature. All <laughs> those
0: kind of things. Gravity and, and you know, all those things that, that, that are held together. Is God bound by those things?
1: Well, the answer would be no. No. If he created it from nothing, put it all together, he can change it up if he wants to.
0: Yeah. The one who created gravity is not bound by the law of gravity. Right. He wrote the law.
1: The gravity does not have the authority over him. He has the authority over it. Right.
0: And and what about people? Same. Same.
1: He created us. Animals. Same. Same. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So whatever he wants to do with his creation, he is free to do that because he's the one who created it. So if he wants to tell the Red Sea to part, I mean, he's the one that created the molecules of water. So, you know, he can, he has the authority to do whatever he wants to with that water.
1: If he wants a basket of a few fish and bread to feed 10,000 folks, It'll feed 10,000
0: can He can multiply. Mm -hmm. If he wants to, you know, there was a story of an axe head floating.
1: Okay.
0: We look at that and go, well, that's not physically possible. But if you're the one who created the physical boundaries that we're looking at that, you know, at, 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 at there, you can do whatever you want to with them.
1: Right. And and if you start digging into it, like if you asked me how that X-head floated or how that C parted and you wanted specifics on how that was done, I can't answer that question. Yeah, because I'm not its creator.
0: Right. And those are those are the times where we we can have those conversations of, you know, I don't know how that happened, but I know that the one who created these things, he knows how it happened. Mm-hmm. He knows what he has to do. To affect nature and to to basically use his will upon his own creation, if he wants to, you know, if there's a star out there, he's like done. Okay, he, he can he can just wipe a star out. Why? Because he started that star to start with, right? You know, so you know, there's nothing that that's kind of there that's kind of like that. Now, where we get into trouble there is. You know, as humans, what do we understand about the Earth? I mean, you know, do we do we understand some things about the Earth?
1: Yeah. I mean, we understand that it's round. It is round, people. Yeah. <laughs> we understand that. You
0: just made a lot of people I know,
1: mad. No, I'm sorry. Just alienated the fan base. <laughs> it, is, uh, it has an atmosphere. It's full of oxygen. It grows vegetation. It has water. There's seasons. There's weather. There's... I mean, we we go down a long list of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's all these things in place that make up this world.
0: Yeah. Now, are there are there people who know more about
1: the Earth than you do? Than me? Yeah. Controversial, but yes, probably. <laughs> yes, of course. There's people that know more things about the Earth than I do. Yeah, and
0: and the thing is, there's there's more. I mean, there's people who know more about specialized areas there's there's people who know tons about the world mm-hmm. but is there anybody who knows everything about the world
1: Mm-mm.
0: no oh. however it seems like a lot of times we we look at um you know the the supernatural things and we think well because I can't explain that then it couldn't have happened
1: yeah you which, know which yeah to 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 explain something yeah, I know where you're going, because I'm thinking about, you know, there's people that are specialized in things, like you were saying, and there's things, and, and as a people, we have been given the ability, and we have knowledge, and we have equipment that we've developed that we can look at things, and we can look inside of some things, and we can look into patterns of things, and we can start to figure out some stuff. We can figure out stuff about this world. We can figure out stuff about how plant life works or the human body works we can start seeing some stuff but at at some point we get down to the bottom and we're like I can't go any further I just I just yeah. don't know how that's happening because we didn't create it
0: yeah and you know obviously we know a lot more than we did 50 years ago sure. 100 years ago 500 years ago but there's still so much to learn about you know even just the human body or the world or the universe So I think it's incredibly arrogant, honestly, that we as humans think because we can't figure it out that it just can't happen.
1: Right. Yeah, we definitely have that problem. We definitely have this idea of if I can't come up with how it works, then obviously it doesn't work. Yeah. i got to explain it it away.
0: We went to – this will kind of tell you where we went last week a little bit. Uh, We went to the National Air and Space Museum. There in DC, and they had a you know the Wright brothers and replicate you know of their plane and all those kind of things. How many times did you hear? uh, How many times do you think they heard? Well, you can't fly. People can't fly. Stuff can't fly.
1: Yeah, a lot.
0: I would say they heard it a lot. You know, yeah, but they did, Mm -hmm. and now we can get on. You know, and. I mean, we wouldn't even have the name of this web podcast <laughs> if if they hadn't thank figured you, out. Brothers. Yes, thank you, Rob so Brothers. Your
1: persistence in crashing many planes, yeah. so we could have this,
0: we could have this podcast. podcast name. So, before they figured out flight, it was impossible, mm-hmm. you know. But now, you know, we believe that we're so enlightened, and we, you know, all these kind of things. It's like no, there's still so much that we don't know that we don't understand. So how how foolish it is, honestly, for yeah. us to, to to kind of say, well, the the one who created all this couldn't do that. Why? Because I can't understand how he did it. Mm-hmm. Well, that, you know.
1: Yeah, and I even think about your car scenario. I mean, I am not a mechanic by any means. I can do some basic work. But if you gave me that car you created and said, you figure it out, you fix it, um. There's going to be some challenges there. Some people might be able to do it better, get further than I do. Some people might figure it out because you're a man who created something out of what we already have, versus that idea of something created out of absolutely nothing, Just yeah. starting it from complete scratch. And we don't do that. We, we we don't have that abilities. I mean, we see new things. I think about movies. You made me think about movies. I mean, I go. I love movies, and I love to speculate about upcoming movies. Like I spend time thinking. Me and my brother will get in talks and be like, this is what should be done in this next movie, or oh, there's another Star Wars movie coming out. What do you think should happen to this person and that person? This is what I would do. And then you get to the movie, and you can speculate all day long, but then you get there, and you realize you've been wrong the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be able, in in 100 years from now, we're going to know a little bit more than we probably know now. I mean, I'm going to guess on some in some areas and some situations, but we're never going to get to that point where... We've got it all figured out to think yeah. and to think that we we even can. I mean, the arrogance of thinking that we can figure all this out is just amazing to me.
0: Yeah. I heard somebody say, um, if, if I'm worshiping a God who I can kind of fit into my three pounds of brain material, it's not a very big God. Mm-mm. You know, so... It, it, and and even that the example of the car you mentioned something there that made me that made me think of this, you know what if I did get that car from you and you know you you let me have it whatever, and I started tinkering around with it, and I saw something in there that was like, Oh, well, I bet this was a mistake i don't I don't think you probably meant to do this, and I started messing around with it blah blah blah, trying to you know figure something out or do something differently with it. And then you came back, you know, or whoever created it came back and was like, "No, you're. That's not why I did that. That has nothing to do with what you're thinking. That it has to do with, mm-hmm. you know." But th- I think that's what we do sometimes. Is with creation, with this world, with, um, you know, all kinds of things. We we kind of distort things in such a way that it's it's just not the plan that he had to start with.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think about watching athletes, too. You know, sometimes I watch a a football game or a basketball game. I'm like, man, I wish I had that ability. And I think that's what happens with people or even a movie star. I mean, you can be a scientist. I don't care who it is, a doctor. And we think and we look at these people and go, I wish I had that ability. I wish I could do that. I I think I can. I'm going to try to figure it out. And I think sometimes that's what, what we do with God in a way is because he created this world. And we've never seen anything created like that we just have it in today's age. We see things put together and we see new things and we see awesome things, but we've never seen anything create like when he created the world, the universe, all this stuff. And so we want so badly to be able to do that. Don't you think? I mean, in a way it's like, I want to be able to do that too. Just like, I want to be able to dunk a basketball. Yeah. But, but I can't. Um, but then I think sometimes some of that is that we're talking about the arrogance. I think that's what we want to do is we want to, we want to do what God did because that's pretty cool. I mean, creating everything that's going on and thinking about how human bodies work, how nature works, how the atmosphere works and putting all that stuff together and breaking it down to tiny molecules. And it's amazing how it works. And why would I not want to do that?
0: Yeah. You know? And even going back to, you know, your, your son learning to drive. I mean, kids want to learn to drive, yeah. you know, and he probably walked away from that going, wow, there's a whole lot more there than I thought, mm-hmm. you know, because all my life I've just been looking at dad going, yeah, that's whatever. It looks no easy. Deal. It looks oh, yeah. easy, you know, until you're actually the one doing it. So so I think we ought, I think we probably ought to land the plane on this one. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. I just feel like there's so much to say about yeah. this topic and it's so much we haven't said. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we need to land this plane. We don't want to keep you on here forever because it's also a very – um, can only say he's the creator so much. I mean, that's what he does. He's the authority. So yeah. land that sucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, and, and really, again, this is, this is one of those things that we want to be able to equip you um, to have these conversations with, with you know people, with your kids, those kind of things. So if you do come across this question, if somebody does ask you this, um, simply stated the creator of something can do what he wants to with it. He's not bound to it. God is not bound to space and matter and time and all of those kind of things because he's the one that created it all, and if he created it just like an automobile creator or maker actually um, you know has the the ability to do whatever he wants to with that car, God has the ability to do what he wants to with his creation. so is it supernatural? yeah, because mm-hmm. God is supernatural. He is above the natural because he created nature.
1: Right. Well, good deal. I'm glad we got that one, that one taken. That's probably really going to be a foundation going forward too with some of these other questions we're going to tackle. And please send those questions into us. Uh, Let us know maybe some of the things your kids asked um, when it comes to the Bible or maybe some of these stories, but now we need to get on to air meld. (laughs) Tell
0: you what, I mean, the special effects are
1: awesome. I don't know how we keep a budget. I really don't. I really don't. No, hey, y'all, this is when we first started doing this, it was kind of funny because we were like, we wanted airmail, we want a section for people to give us feedback, and it'd be like, um, we don't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> but we were persistent and we kept up, and y'all are great, and you're listening out there, and today we have some genuine. Several pieces of we got air some mail. genuine air mail, <laughs> and I am excited about it. So, thank y'all first of all for listening. Thank y'all for sharing. So, I'm going to start here. Uh, Matt, uh, he sends this message. He said, "Guys, just wanted you to know that what y'all are all doing through the podcast is effective and good. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, we're going to give it a shot. Man. We are. We just
0: we just obeyed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, you keep listening. <laughs> keep you listening.
0: keep listening. We'll yep. keep recording.
1: Yep." Um, Eric, he added this, he said, feel like I must share that. I listened to the podcast this morning while my plane was landing. It felt very appropriate. That's awesome. You know, Hey, I'm glad we could help you through that. If, uh, I'm usually in prayer mode. If I'm in a real <laughs> plane landing,
0: at least on the way down,
1: I'm not, I'm not the biggest fans.
0: <laughs> and, uh, Rodney said, dear pilots. And it, this speaking about our, our last, uh, our last podcast, number five, says, God's sovereignty and the free will of man are not in competition, but cooperation. Not combatants, but counterparts. Very cool mm-hmm. insight on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a challenge. It's a thought, broad, thought to go through all that just in itself.
0: And Tracy, uh, she said, enjoyed your podcast. I saw it shared on uh, someone's Facebook post. I listened to it twice. Passed okay. it on to a coworker. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. I am subscribing. It really resonated
1: with me. Great. Go, Tracy. Keep sharing. Keep telling coworkers. Uh this last one is from Deidre, uh, and this is just a unique story I won't go into all the details but it's just cool when God's at work and he's doing some things. It says, "I just wanted to reach out and sincerely thank uh, thank you for telling me about this podcast today. I did listen on my break and it was truly blessed. Uh now I know it was all God sending you to me today. Thank you so much. I will be sharing and continuing to listen. Bless you guys for what you're doing." I mean, that's awesome. That's just it's cool when you when you know God's working and you yeah. just Sometimes we, I know we end up in weird situations, unique situations, and to, to, but to hear people saying, "Hey, this is mean something to me. Hey, I'm I'm getting something from this, and sharing it and." With people you're around, man, that yeah. means that means the world to us. I know yeah, that.
0: It's, it's a huge encouragement for us. Um, so if you don't think it's a big deal to to shoot us something or to, to put out something on Facebook to us or comment on something, it, it really is. It's a big deal to us. We, oh, yeah, we, it's huge. We love huge. it. So uh, if you do enjoy the podcast, please share it, um, especially if you see it on Facebook or those kind of things. The more shares that we can get on Facebook, the, the higher they'll start, you know, putting the importance and things. We actually still have friends that are like, wait, oh, you're doing a, you're doing a podcast. It what? My mind how it works. <laughs> yeah. We've yeah. thrown it out on their Facebook, you know, 50 times. Um, and, and, you know, and they still just don't hear it because of the algorithms and all those kind of things. So if you're still on Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> cause I know a lot of people are jumping off that ship, but if you're still on Facebook, please share it. Um, if you, if you see that we, uh, that we post out there and like our page um and that will help you get notified of new podcasts
1: yeah and we're on Instagram Twitter we're trying to improve our presence on Instagram and Twitter. We've been working on that because yeah. uh, we're probably getting used to it more ourselves. So you can follow us there at Land the Plane Today. Um,
0: Facebook is Land the Plane Today.
1: Um, you can send us an email if you just want something in private you don't want it out there on social medias. Uh, you can send that to today at gmail.com. And another thing that would really kind of think help us out is if you do listen on iTunes and you use that, if you can go uh, just to the main page and, and maybe give it a rating just throw a star rating on there or, or leave, a, leave a review stars. five review. <laughs> five so I wasn't gonna tell them what they needed <laughs> to leave but.
0: if you wanna put one star just go just don't
1: we prefer you not go to iTunes yeah <laughs> no. Now, but if you do, if, and the reason we ask y'all to do this stuff is not, you know, we ain't making any money off this thing or a dime or anything. We are simply wanting you to share so this message can reach out. If it's affecting you and it's positive for you, we know there's other people out there it could be positive for, and we just want to get it out there to them. So,
0: yeah, and we, we are making money if because negative is a number still.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> True true. It's, but it's not My math man.
0: teacher always told me That negatives are
1: still numbers mm. I don't know if I like your math right <laughs> teacher <now. laughs> No, please help us out uh, Get this out there Share it Whew. It's good to be back, Jonathan Yeah, I'm I think so am glad we're back But we're going to have some more shows coming soon Probably won't be a near as long a break We hope But hey, life happens sometimes You never know what's going to come down the road But y'all keep going keep pushing through and uh we will talk to you guys next time
0: all right y'all take care
1: bye